Welcome to the hub. (laughs) (laughs) Happy St. Patrick's Day. The day of our people. Maybe. Maybe. We don't know for (laughs) sure. (laughs) We think there's a little sprinkle of Irish in our heritage, but are we 100%? No. No. That's what we've been told. (laughs) So we're drinking Guinness. This is going to become a drinking podcast. Yeah. Well, because we recently just have been doing a lot of them at night. Yeah. Yeah. Screw fitness. Well, I think this is a great example of you can eat healthy, work out, look good, feel good, and have a drink or enjoy yourself. Not, I noticed I said and and not or, like, but. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you can be healthy, but have a drink. Like, you can be healthy and have a drink. Yeah. And, you know. Well, we literally just worked out. Mm-hmm. How was how was the workout? I cannot put into words. When it's nice out, I'm a different person. When it's warm, like yeah, it's warm today. Oh, it just it. I don't know that like you could have the garage open, and it, even if it's not like sunny, sunny, but it's nice out and warm, and it just makes me enjoy everything more. <laughs> yeah. So it's gonna be better because it was nice out today. Yeah. I am feeling sore from yesterday. But I feel like I'm feeling good about it. And like what I said on the walk this morning, like it does not take my body long at all to like bounce back. Like I feel like I've been kind of falling off a little bit just with traveling more and eating crappy foods and not crappy foods, but just out of my regular routine of foods. No matter how much you try, like eating out, you just can't mimic no, the health of eating at home and what you know what's going to be in it and what ingredients and oils you're using. Well, I think um, that's a kind of a good thing to touch on just quickly is it's like you can try your best to eat healthy, ha- eat healthier while eating out. But it's like you don't know what they're cooking the food in. Mm-hmm. You don't know like even what quality, you know, say you get chicken and broccoli or something. It's like you don't know what quality of chicken they've got. Maybe it's just, right. you know, weird scraps from somewhere or the broccolis. Maybe, you know, you don't know what they cook it in, yep. season it with like any of the stuff. It's just, they're, it's a restaurant. Their job is to make it taste good. And fast. Yeah, and, and fast. So they're not going to, they're not going to take a whole bunch of time with it or mm-hmm. like, you know, it's, they want you, they want it to taste good. So how do you do that? You salt the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. You put a bunch of oils and butter and all that type mm-hmm. of stuff all over it and crazy sauces and seasonings and stuff. It's yeah. like, you just can't, like you said, you can't mimic it. Yeah. So I feel like I've been like, my body is just changing a little bit in the last couple of weekends and flying obviously does something just, just like the, the difference in, like, I feel like yeah. I get more swollen and puffy and I'm not getting as much vegetables as I normally do. So everything isn't just cleansing as normal Yeah, that like, I feel like I'm just like, and then I come back and I do like one workout. I do <laughs> several days of eating normal and I'm like, <sighs> yeah, I just, my abs are back. It's like my body just wants to be healthy and tight and in yeah. shape that that muscle memory kicks in so fast. Yeah. Yeah. It's Yeah. It's crazy. I think it's a part of that is just like being in tune too. you know, sure. some people maybe not be aware of it because they're not constantly analyzing their body all the time to where I feel like we both are kind of that way where it's like. We'll wake up and be like, wow, I'm, I'm this today. And then the next yeah. day it's like, oh, I'm that. And mm-hmm. It's like how much of it is just, okay, you're looking too much. And how much of it is actually like, no, I notice like differences and changes and stuff. But I visually see a difference. I also feel different. Like when I feel a little bit more bloated or like I can feel swollen. Hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I yeah. can just like feel it. My, my clothes feel different. Like I feel certain pains in different areas and to where like yeah. when I wake up and I just feel like tight and skinny and like i feel lighter yeah it feels light and like i'm just like able to move yeah better yeah um but yeah i think of the over, like maybe it's over analyzing it but it, i think where it can become negative is if, if if you're just focusing on like when you don't look good to where there's a lot of mornings where i'm like wow this is like this looks great or i feel good or you're know, like cool what i'm doing is working and yeah having the balance of seeing both yeah yeah. I think I... I've also been getting like 10 hours of sleep every night, so I'm sure that's well, definitely that helping. <laughs> yeah, especially after the how many weeks of not getting a lot of sleep. 
And being sick, I'm sure like I really, the rest probably has been yeah. ideal. Yeah, oh, for sure. The rest, the eating better, mm-hmm. the little bit of exercise. Getting outside. Getting outside more. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I go four days with not even seeing yeah, you're in a regular hotel. air. <laughs> yeah. Feeling regular air. It's crazy. Yeah, just like forced air. The it, yeah. AC on all the time. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like still like shaky from the workout. That last set of chest press got me. Yeah. I, I, it's like when you like, you can, like, everything is jiggling. It's like well, it's my like, placement was good and like I wasn't moving the, well, it's having the barbell helps, but like my muscles. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like setting all this stuff up it's like all of these little like my my hands are shaking i'm yeah. like trying to hit record on the phone and i'm like <laughs> i can't i can't get it i it's like love, i'm just like pumped up i love that feeling yeah i love that feeling like especially after like a really good leg lifting session and like yeah. you just feel like your legs like don't walk properly yeah oh my gosh that is the best yeah that is i love that feeling yeah makes you feel like you did something yeah but yeah that's how my arms are right now like my forearms and my, I'm just like trying Everything to. Everything's so slower. Well, it's just like I can't like grab things like normal or like. Yeah. It's just like disconnected. It's weird. Do you want to hear about my dream last night? I just remembered it. For I forgot to tell you this oh, morning. Yeah? I had a dream that we decided that we were like we both were not going to work at like a normal place. Like we were just going to be fully virtual and remote and we were going to just like live in a van. Nice. And travel. And for some that. reason, like in my head in the dream, I was like, I can't not do this. Why would I not do this? This sounds so fun. I have no reason to not do it. I was like, we're going to have to get like a Planet Fitness or Anytime membership so we can like travel and still work out and yeah. do all the stuff. But I was like, I have to experience this. And you're like, you woke up and you're like, what? I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dream corn. Did you think about this and this? <laughs> yeah. I would totally do that. Even just for a little bit. It'd be fun to do, do that for like a Dupre season where it's like instead of flying, we drive to all these places that you go to. But then obviously you stay in a hotel. So. Right. You know. Yeah. But, but yeah, just get like a Planet Fitness or Anytime mm-hmm. Fitness membership. Your gym is still. You can go to laundromats to wash your clothes. Like. Yeah. I wouldn't. That's not like a way of life that I would want to do, but it would be kind of interesting to experience that for a little bit. Just like. And have you seen like. um the podcast Bussin' with the Boys. No. It's these two NFL football players. They both play for the Titans. And they literally have... What? <laughs> would you think I would say that? I don't know. I thought maybe for a second you would be cool. <laughs> One second I thought you might be well, cool. Well, honestly, though, like, I feel like there's a lot of podcasts, though, that it's like, I haven't watched it, but it's in the zeitgeist enough to like... You might, I've heard about yeah. it. So, never mind. I take that back. There's, there's a bunch of people that have been... Like, Brennan Schaub's been on it. and Oh, okay. Like, okay. Pat McAfee's been on it. So, I didn't know if you maybe saw it. But they oh, have okay. their... They have like a bus that's outfitted for a podcast studio. That's where they oh, do podcast. Oh, cool! It's like you could do that with a van. We could yeah. set up set up cameras and lights and whatever, and do it in a van. I like, think it'd be cool to do it like how the um, Boho Beautiful people do it for shooting their classes. Like, just do it. Like, if we have good enough like shirt mics and maybe getting higher, you know, quality stuff in that way. Like, you could do it. And with what we have, like the, the equipment that what we have, like do it on the beach, go on a hike and be on the top of a mountain and do a podcast yeah. there. Or like we, you know, find a little cool, I don't know. There's so many cool scenic places Yeah, that you can film, Yeah, you know, anywhere. How yeah. many people do a vlog just like using their camera phone Yeah, and audio that way? It's well, like, and you can, you can edit it so that like the wind noise gets mm-hmm. blocked or cuts out or you can get even things on the shirt mics that yeah. have like a, a wind blocker for the mics and everything. There's ways to do it. I would, would you, the other thing that would suck is like I wouldn't want to get like I would do that for like a summer. Like if you did like three, four months, like I could easily travel for three, four months yeah. and just like have no like maybe have a plan of where we're going to go. But I wouldn't like it would seem silly just to like get a van for that. Or like, you yeah. know, like the what you have to buy to sleep in is going to be super expensive with gas. And it's like, what am I going to get it just for like a fun summer? Well, you can you can make it somewhat not expensive with gas. Like if you go to a place and you sit there for, you know, more than a day or whatever, you know, you can yeah. you could plan it to where you kind of go and set up somewhere and stay there. But yeah, it would just like it almost be a 
some sort of like, almost like an investment to like mm-hmm. you know you don't have to outfit the van at all but it's like yeah you got to go buy a van yeah to go do this and it's also like okay how do you eat right what do you do what do you how do you cook how yeah. do you how do you do you know food it's like i don't want to eat out all the time we just talked about how it's yeah. <laughs> not the same and you can't mimic it it's like so do you just get a small grill and you grill literally everything and yeah. do you have a propane tank or something or that's what sucks about like it would be so fun to do it but it's almost like you would want to do it either more frequently or for a longer amount of time so that you could invest in certain things like actually buy the equipment that would make it fun yeah, rather than just like skimping by and then it's not that enjoyable an experience right. because you're just like, well, I'll just get the necessities. Right. It's like if you're not going to do it for a year. Or even like we do it every summer or something. You know, like some people do it like for like they do like yeah. a family road trip and that's what their vacation is. God, so then you like, like have would... this, you know, like people that go camping. It's like they have all of the shit to go camping. They don't do that year round. But when they do yeah. for like three, four months out of the year during the summer, they have all of the stuff. Yeah, that would be tough. I don't know. I think about the financial aspect of it, of like, it would be way better if you don't, you're not paying for a place. Exactly. You know, yeah. to where you can't really do it's it It's going to be the either or. You can't, yeah, you can't do it then for like every summer because uh-huh. you're probably going to want to be somewhere, I guess. I don't know. You know me. I would for sure do it. It's, if you're we dreaming more, about it. If so we had more want. money, we should have done that for... <laughs> I don't want to say where we're going, but for the this next move, like because we may might not potentially be able to get until the end of the month, we could still do it. Do like a month of. We could do it wherever, in the fiat. Good luck trying to get your dad on it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, no, he'd be. be, (laughs) Well, he would do it for as long as he wouldn't be able to do it for the whole month. All three of us sleeping in a van together. (laughs) Oh my god. Well, it would be fun to do like if you did like really cheap Airbnbs. Yeah. And you just did like instead of doing an apartment or paying for anything, you just did Airbnbs. Different yeah, spots that's, or like. That's tough though. You still, you still do way more than a rent. Well, yeah. Last second Airbnb and how much yeah. is that going to cost and all that type of stuff. I think what would be cool to do. Like. If you did like for vacations, maybe not doing it once a year, but like if you go somewhere, I think it'd be cool to do those like exotic Airbnb stays. You know, when they do like the weird ones where it's like you stay in a a hut. Yeah. In the middle of the desert or you go to, you know, I think those things would be cool. I would love to do like one of those tiny houses. Yeah. Tiny house in the woods or a cabin in the woods or. That would be so, it would be interesting. I think that would be fun to do. Yeah. All right, let's buy a van and. No, not the van thing. They're doing the Airbnb thing. I wonder if there's any of those kind of places in Texas that would be cool enough to do. Oh, probably. Or if it's just like it was just. I would yeah, I would think so. You know, like in California, it was like you go to Joshua Tree. Yep. And do like a cool thing there. I don't know if there's anything that here. I bet. I bet there's something. Yeah, Airbnb is big enough now where it's it's probably yeah you could probably do it. Yeah, it would be fun. I mean, it would be... I, I think it would be cool. All of those ideas, I think, would be fun. It would be a, a learning experience or learning curve of like, yeah, how do you cook and what's convenient and not convenient and... For the van thing? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that that could be challenging or difficult and it's also like, I don't know if you can just like park anywhere. It's like you probably got to find... So, yeah. You know? There would be a lot of planning... Like, I don't think that could just be a wing it trip. I don't know. There's a lot. I think that's how a lot of people probably do it. But, you know, it's it. like my dad said when he's talking about doing it. It's like you can pretty much park in any Walmart parking lot. There's a lot yeah. of places that you can just go on the side of the road. Or like, yeah. you know, like in Malibu when you can drive up into those campsites and it's just like off of the Pacific Coast Highway. Like certain yeah. things like that. That Yeah. I don't know. I bet it'd be easier than you'd think to find places to park, especially if it's yeah, just it's, your vehicle. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, probably. But it'd be like stuff like that, like the the food and... Yeah. Yeah. Gas would be a lot. I also don't like well, driving that much, but so it would be like 
staying places for a couple days and then leaving or that's what would be tough is like trying to hang out or be comfortable like you would have to be doing stuff all the time or like right do you know just like i don't know maybe we would just be filming and activities and doing shit all yeah all the time just Mm -hmm. constantly because it's like what are you just gonna hang out and sit in the van it's like that's boring you could do that at your apartment or at home it's comfortable and whatever but trying to do that in a van right be that would suck right yeah you would be driving to a destination or driving to a tourist activity yeah but like when you're actually there because that's like why you keep saying it's going to be expensive with gas. It's just like you're planning on driving every single day somewhere. But if mm. you just go somewhere and you hang out, there, like if you go to California and you just hang out in Malibu, yeah, you're there for a week, two weeks. Yeah, That's how you don't spend so much in gas. You sure. can enjoy that there. Sure. But it's like you're still maybe, you know, you can go to the gym and you can do go to mm-hmm. the beach or whatever. But it's like also what are you going to do? You know, we spend so much time at home. Right. Most people do that. Like, I don't want to yeah. hang out in the van. Yeah. Like, you're going to want to do stuff. Or, yeah. Which could be cool. It's like it forces you to go do stuff all the time. You know, and if us trying to grow a YouTube channel and stuff, you're... You Content just, is crazy. You can just continuously film stuff. And mm-hmm. it's like there's nothing else to do besides go film stuff and yeah. come back and edit and whatever. That that would be cool. You know, a thought that I had yesterday, too, is like, I wonder what if people would like this better or if I would like it better or something like say if you you weren't on the show anymore. Yeah. I was thinking about that too. (laughs) I think most people probably enjoy me more than they enjoy you. So yeah, I think it would be a good idea to cut you out. Also, let's just talk about what I told you earlier. So if anybody listened to one of the last podcasts where we were talking about crypto, (laughs) My friend Abby that I was talking about several podcasts ago <laughs> this last weekend. She goes, so I was listening to the beginning of your podcast. I didn't know that you invested in crypto. <laughs> you are. Abby, I was literally talking about chocolate coins. She was like, oh, I don't know. Maybe it was. <laughs> I don't know enough about crypto. Maybe it was real. You are. Uh, she's so. That was funny. No, you're not investing in crypto, but you are a flat earther. <laughs> you you think the earth is flat completely flat you don't even believe in mountains that's how let's get back to what i was saying is that like say some people like say you spend like a vacation some people take a vacation a year and say you spend maybe 600 to 800 dollars on you on you on your vacation like a weekend vacation or something or maybe it's like a thousand dollars if you spend a thousand dollars on one vacation rather than like what we what i'm trying to think like what i would do budget wise planning like okay i can sp- whatever a thousand divided by 12 is which is uh, an amount something. an amount less than 100 <clears throat> you could like okay so then once a month we'll have a go out night and that's how much you get to spend or two weekends and you get to even those out like i think of like going yesterday and like going to get dinner and drinks and whatever like to me that felt so fun and that felt like oh like i'm on a vacation kind of like i get to just like yeah i'm gonna have a drink and that's cool and maybe i'll go do this and that could be cool Mm -hmm. and doing that like once a month if that would feel more fun than packing it into one vacation like especially if you live in a cool place where you can kind of experience stuff like that or go like like that like going yesterday and Going and getting a drink at cool restaurants or trying new restaurants around you. I mean, I really just say restaurants because that's all that we like to do. That and like, yeah, go movies. to movies. Um, but whatever your thing is or things are. Like if you did that more frequently rather than having to push it all into one vacation. Oh, People sure. would like that better. It's like you're going to – if you spend the money regardless. Yeah. But spending it throughout the year and enjoying like where you live more. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder – because I feel like some of that is like people get just like so like pent up almost. Uh-huh. And it's like they're just saving everything they can. Not money wise, but like saving every emotional, yes. you know, craziness. Yes. It's like, oh, two more weeks till vacation. Two more weeks. Oh, one more week. One more week. And then they go and it's like this. Oh, my God. Thank God. Where it's like, yeah, maybe if you just instead of doing that, you just took that and like did fun things throughout. But yeah. it's 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 hard to get time. 
you know, it's hard to get time off or be able to, yeah, you know, especially if you have kids and whatnot, like it's, it's can be difficult to just, yeah, but I, I, I agree with you, but then are you not going somewhere fun ever? It's like you're just going yeah, to the my restaurant thought, My thought or? was just like, you know, like if we've always lived in kind of cool places, so it's like, okay, well, if we live in places that are typically vacation spots, like experience your, where you live like a vacation, but doing it throughout the year. Granted, I think most people probably just do both. <laughs> they probably experience yeah. where they live and go out to eat guilt-free, go have drinks guilt-free, do activities guilt-free, and go on the vacation to Maybe. where we really don't do that guilt-free. I don't know. I don't think most people do that. I bet. I think a lot of people do that. Oh, I would. I don't know. I disagree. I feel like people spend a lot of money. Regularly. Yeah, I don't know. I I think it's a like you. There's basically anywhere you live. Like you can do day trips. You can do mm-hmm. you know, like there's a lot of cool stuff to go see. Pretty much everywhere mm-hmm. you can find things that. Yeah, I think that would be. We should do a vlog tomorrow. We could probably do that. And I'll just. You mean we already did one? You're right. Because today's St. Patrick's Day. Today. This is why you got to get cut from the show. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. I think what's interesting with the van idea, though, is like you're not paying for rent. Or paying a mortgage. I think, think of all to, that money. I think you would spend way, way, way more money on gas and activities oh than you would on rent. God. You're a psycho about gas. What do you... No. I get it's more expensive now, but it's not... I mean, think about that. Think about if you drove to Malibu and you spent two weeks there. That's half a month. Yeah. You're not spending that much gas. Or that much in gas. Sure, and I guess compared if you, to like, rent, if you if you were literally just driving to Malibu and like went to the beach every day and like walked around and you went to like one of those cheap campsites, maybe not. Yeah, or you find a place where you can just park on the road for free. But it's like sure. you're not if you're just driving around, you know, like going to the gym, and then you're maybe going. But if to you're the in beach. a van, like what if it's a hundred about hundred dollars to fill up your tank every time? Sure, but that's why I'm saying like you go somewhere and then you stay there for a little bit. If you're constantly driving or California, then to Florida, then to New York, and then well, to- I'm not even saying driving all around. Like just to go to Wisconsin from here, we filled up like four times. It's like you take a van and you fill up four times just going to one spot. Yeah, you're not going to spend fifteen hundred bucks on gas. Maybe you're spending no. 800 if it's a hundred dollars a tank and you fill up four times four times there four times back why are you going back it's like you just hang out there and then you maybe go somewhere else and you just continue to do that well yeah you you'd probably map it out so that you go to close places you know say you go let's go to you know san francisco and be there for maybe a week and then we'll drive down to malibu and kind of LA sure. area, and then be there for a week, then go to San Diego, and then you're sure. there for a week, and all of a sudden, that's that's three weeks. Yeah, that's not a ton of money in gas and whatever. Not when you like rent is, I think the average is like fifteen hundred now, mm-hmm. fifteen hundred dollars a month for rent. It's like you're not going to spend that much if you're smart about it. If you're going to go to San Francisco for two days, and then you're going to go to Florida for two days and then you're going to go to New York for two like yeah that's going to be sure. super expensive when you go and you eat out every meal and you go and like experience it like yeah. it's a weekend vacation but you're doing it for two weeks yeah you would yeah. St- you'd still do everything like I don't know just like make a budget and yeah you know it's kind of like it would be your life not a vacation well this is what I told your dad too is like if you're going to do the travel thing just okay what what you're used to spending in your mortgage that's that, what you get to spend that's what you get for your gas, uh-huh. you know, or, or whatever other things. Like, right. just budget it out to where, okay, you used to spend this much. I can use this much to go so to So, you would place. do, like, okay, whatever you spend on rent, that's what you have the ability, like, ability to spend on gas. Whatever you spend on your utilities, that's what you get to spend on activities. Whatever you typically spend on food, that's what you would just spend on food. Whatever you spend, on, you know, like, it would just yeah. transfer into different things. Yeah, you would just move the money around and it might be trial and error a little bit because I don't think you need to spend $1,500 in gas. Sure, like, sure. Like I said, yeah. go to San Francisco for a week and then go to, <laughs> right. you know, 
LA and then you or, walk or Malibu around wherever or, you're at. Yeah. And, yeah. You could walk around and bike and you know, yeah. w- whatever. Sure. Because I think you can make it, you can make that lifestyle cheaper than owning or renting a place. I mean, to where I, like you might be spending more in other areas. Like now we would have to buy a gym membership or, you know, maybe you go out to eat a little bit more. Like you said, activities a little bit more, but that's kind of the whole point and idea of doing that is you're experiencing more things Sure, that you just, you live a road trip type of lifestyle, but you still, you still budget. Sure. Yeah. One's like you would still be making money the whole time too. Potentially if you're doing the Well, it's like I said, if you're, if you're doing Dupre too. Okay. So now you just drive to each spot. Yeah. And then say you're okay. You're in, you know, San Francisco for a weekend. Okay. We're there for the four days that you're there but now we just stay an extra three or four yeah and now we're there for a little bit longer and then wherever the next place is we drive to there yeah we go over to chicago and then yeah yeah Hmm. let's let my dad do it and (laughs) trial and error it for us and then (laughs) yeah i don't know though i feel like the more and more that we talk about it like the next place that we're going and the more like the videos that I look up and vlogs that I watch and it's just like, Oh, I feel like I'm really going to like it. So it's like, Oh, why would I want to leave it? Yeah, true. But it could be something cool. If like maybe the next place that we go, it's like, well, we're going to go back to that place. But maybe like when we're done with the the first year of a lease, we're like, well, we're, while we're trying to find the next one, let's do a summer of, you know, because now that we're moving in the summer, like we've changed our move date again back to you know june like it used to be yeah you know kind of doing like well we're gonna take june july and august because i have that off pretty much anyways with my work weekends that i can use that we can as long as your work correlates with it but like now let's do a trip or something or think about that think about like the content of like a year of traveling oh yeah like doing that van idea or whatever yeah doing that for a year yeah you know, because we t- we've been moving frequently that like we we will have been here for a year that it's like, OK, what if you just switch it up and do that? Do that for a year. The freaking content that, that would come from. That. We just have to convince my dad. I No, we got to convince you. <laughs> if he had if he had like if he had the trailer and all we had to do was like split gas with him split all those things but like he had the equipment basically because like that's really the only thing like i don't want to buy a van i don't want to have to buy a a separate car to do this little thing to where if he already had it yeah but pulling the trailer is gonna be a bitch yeah but then you at least have a car to go do stuff with too and you don't need to like lug around a big van or park a big van like you could still do the trailer rather than like buying a van well yeah that would obviously suck but I don't where know. We park lugging around car. a van is way easier, better than lugging around a truck and a trailer. That would suck. But would we spend less money, like splitting that with him versus buying a separate van, just for this well, little yeah. bit of time? Yeah, but it's also like, okay, where's everybody going to sleep? In the trailer. It's like you also got to convince your dad to do a year of traveling. No, we wouldn't do a year. We wouldn't do a year. We would start. You go big or you go home. No, because we would start with like the summer that I have off. You're a dip your toe in the water type of person. You got to just jump in the pool. Or or like I would do like July and like do like start small. No, no. You go all in. No. Because then we would just do that with the the next apartment. Like our move in date is this. And it would just be like two months from then. So that we had a still we still had a place to go back to or whatever. But then it wouldn't just be like, you know, it's like if he wants to do that anyways, maybe he does it by himself first and whatever and figures it out. And then we're like, well, we'll come for the two months of it. It's so funny. He's going to watch this. <laughs> we're like making these plans. And he's like, no, this is, really yeah. he's like, he's, this is where he's like, you know, he says like when I watch your guys podcast, sometimes like I want to be in the conversation. It's yeah. like we're literally talking about him and something that we should all do together. And yeah. He and then you, and you can't, can't comment back. you can't talk back <laughs> comment below what you think <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll read it later oh man i think that'd be fun 
I think that'd be so fun to do with him too. Oh yeah. Like I think that would be a great experience and kind of like a once yeah. in a lifetime thing. Um, and I think we'd like go in the same spots and yeah. generally the same activities and whatever. It would, it would be tough though, because like he's got the UTV and it's like, you would want to take that everywhere. Like the, I don't think the trailer idea would end up being a very good idea because it's like there's not enough room for everybody to sleep in there and sure. have all of our crap in there and sure yeah you know it would be it would end up being really difficult yeah so yeah well should we get into the topic yeah speaking we can... of my dad who was the one that suggested that we talk about this topic. Yeah. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to talk about like basically overall just keeping track and um, whether that's food, calories, diet, working out. His specifically was like the importance of tracking maybe like your one rep max or knowing what in certain lift certain lifts where your ballparks are. Um I'm, I, I personally don't, I've never really tracked my food. So I like, I couldn't tell you like what my range of calories that I typically stick with. Um, I know in like certain lifts where I've gotten my heaviest to, but just because I don't personally do it, I I don't think it's not important. I think it's really a, a smart tool to have in your toolbox because Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of us are very unaware of where those ballparks are to where we're very um yeah like we're, we're just not very aware of like okay like how much do you think you eat well the problem that you're talking about is probably related to you're either eating too much or you're eating under the calories that you probably could be intaking and now you're not figuring out the problem that you've had for maybe years and years because you're just not tracking it or you're realizing that you have a lot of inflammation and you're not keeping track of what foods you're eating to maybe cause that. Or, you know, like you go into a workout and you're like, well, I wasted kind of two weeks just figuring out what my weight is rather than coming into it and going, well, this is what I was at last time. Let's test that weight and then see. And then you're kind of, you're kind Mm -hmm. of just going in it at a more organized and dialed in approach rather than maybe a little bit more aimless. I feel like I'm... I'm more aware of my process in the past or what I'm feeling that I don't necessarily need to track everything. But that is one thing that I think if I went into maybe like a bulk again or something that I would be more diligent with because I think it would just be something that would assist me more rather than having like guessing do the work. I think whenever you have a specific goal, you should be... You should be tracking, you know, your your food intake and what you're eating and your your workouts too of like weight and, you know, weight at certain reps and all that kind of stuff because it's just, it's like you said, it's more organized. It actually has you on a path going somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like what we were talking about with, you know, the stuff we were talking about before of like budgeting. It's like a lot of people are like, I don't know where all my money's going. It's because you're not paying attention to it. You're not you know, having a budget and following that and um, kind of being more strict with it. You you have no reference as to what even be strict with. You don't know what you're cutting out or what you're mm-hmm. adding too much of or whatever. So it's that kind of unawareness and not knowing like how many calories I'm taking in or like, well, I did this for bench press last time, but sh- am I supposed to do more? Or am I supposed to do less? Like, or you don't even know what you did last time. You know, you, it's like, it's like not having a, a workout program to follow. It's like, oh, you, every day you walk in, it's like, well, I don't really know what to do. And every day you wake up, it's like, well, I don't really know what to eat or how much to eat that it's just, it gives you that structure and that it's like, if you have a goal of losing weight, you should know what you've been eating and then how to manipulate that. So you're making better choices or you're reducing calories that way and then same with the workouts you've been doing this well now i need to you know burn more calories so i need to find ways to do that or you know it's just like it's just being structured and organized it's like what you said but it's if you have a goal 
you should be doing that. If you don't really have a goal, I think it's fine to be loosey-goosey. I'm loosey-goosey right now. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not sticking in a a certain rep range. I'm not uh, sticking in a certain calorie range. Like, I'm just kind of open and, and seeing how my body feels and going with it and whatever. But if you have a strict goal, you should, you know, dial these things in and track them. And I think tracking is a good thing to even just figure out where you're currently at. Not even like, well, I need to reach this thing or I need to reach this, um, you know, one rep max. This is the weight that I want to get to. I feel like a lot of us, we start with the like, well, this is what I want to get to rather than like tracking could just be helpful just to see where you're currently at and figure out your habits. Because I feel like that's a lot of where we're naive about is we don't really pay attention to our daily habits of like, no, I, I I eat super healthy. And then you if you actually tracked it for a full week or a month and you're like, holy shit, I, have a, I eat a lot of sugar. Yeah. And I don't yeah. realize that like putting the Starbucks creamer in my coffee every single morning adds up to this yep. at a week or this after a month. Yep. That's like, well, maybe that's where your problem is. Or, you know, just it's like, yeah, really kind of taking a snapshot of your habits of like... Oh, no, I'm definitely, like, pushing myself in the gym. It's like, well, you've had two weeks where you're pushing the same weight mm-hmm. or you're keeping in the same thing, you know? Yeah. Because I think we just kind of aimlessly go through our day-to-day and not... We we're just not very aware of what we're doing. We, we like to find a comfort zone and stay yeah. in there. And that happens in the gym, too, where, you, yeah, you start just picking the same weights. It's like, oh, I'm doing 15 reps now. This is the weight that I do. Rather than, like focusing on pushing that and trying to mm-hmm. go a little bit further you know okay last week i did you know 135 pounds on the bench press <clears throat> let me try to add maybe it's just 10 pounds to it throw a five on each side now i'm at 145 yeah and i'm trying to do that and then consistently increasing each time you come back to it and it's the same with diet too where you just kind of get in this comfort zone. This is how much creamer I put in the coffee or this is how much I do that or, you know, this size chicken breast or whatever it is. And you get in that comfort zone and then you wonder why progress isn't happening. Well, if you're working towards something, typically things need to evolve and adjust with it too. It's like, you're not going to get stronger by lifting the same amount of weight every time you have to increase the weight in order to do that you know you're not going to lose weight by eating the same things and working out the same amount like that's where the plateaus happen is you need to constantly evolve and constantly adjust and that's where tracking is just i think it's really important because it keeps you keeps you in a direction and it keeps you honest it keeps you Mm -hmm. going of like okay i ate this and this kind of really bumped up my sugar for the day so maybe i need to dial back and not have something sugary the rest of the day or whatever it may be. I feel like that's my model for life is like understand the why and understand the how or understand the why so that you know how to do the how to where it's kind of the same thing with tracking. Like you won't be able to know how to manipulate or how to adjust or how to mix things up for your goal unless you know where you're starting at. Like you have to understand where the base is at and fully understand like what your patterns are, what you're currently at to then know how to manipulate because you can manipulate in the wrong direction. I think of, you know, most girls that want to go, they want to lose weight. So you start cutting calories, cutting calories. It's like, well, if you would have tracked what you were doing before, you could be at such a calorie deficit that now you're just doing damage, even though you're putting in a lot of effort to cut calories to where it's like, that's not the way that you should have manipulated. You should start adding in calories slowly and, you know, like reverse dieting and maybe you focus more on your lifting and that's where you should be adjusting. Yep. But we don't know that until we analyze and track what our personal habits and just what we're naturally doing first. Well, and that's a, that's a great point to touch on too, is like before you start going after a goal, you should track how you're exercising and how you're eating beforehand, just as in your comfort zone, basically you normal, how you normally eat, Mm -hmm. how you normally work out, do that for, you know, maybe a week, two weeks and make sure that you're not like, you know, like, Oh, I know I'm going to do a goal. So I'm going to try to fib it or whatever. It's like, just be honest and do what you need to do. And then you Mm -hmm. adjust from there. 
because people will be like, well, I want to do this now. So then they change everything. And it's just like what you said. Well, you have no idea what you were doing in the past. So how do you know if you're supposed to <laughs> right. add calories or, or decrease calories? Or, you know, how do you know if you're supposed to add more exercises or less? Ex- like you don't know what your volume is for exercising. Right. So you need to figure that out. You need to figure out what your eating habits are and then start to adjust and go from there. Because yes. like you said, you have so many people that it's like, well, I want to lose weight. And they just start cutting calories, not knowing that you're already only eating like 1,200 calories a day. You can't cut much more than that. And also, even if you did, you're going to plateau super quickly. And then do you really only want to eat 800 calories a day for the rest of your life? Right. That's not what is needed in order to lose weight. To where with that person, you would tell them to reverse diet. You would tell them to let's increase calories and get you to eating more and exercising more so that your metabolism is picking up and going faster. And then we can kind of start to cut calories after that. Or hopefully you're just exercising, working out enough and burning enough that we can stay right at 1,800, 2,000 calories and you're good. But it's like not knowing the beforehand Mm -hmm. can be super damaging by just willy-nilly changing everything because you have a goal. So that's why tracking before is is probably it's maybe more important than tracking during. Like it's like sure. you need to know what you've been doing. Where's the jumping off point happening? Yeah. And it's just like it's giving you a blueprint and a rundown of your habits. And it tells you the direction that you need to go. Right. Because I think if you if you actually recorded a lot of what you do, and I think that's why a lot of people like um like why a lot of people like journaling. Because I think it gives them an insight to the real what's happening with them. That it's the same thing with your your food habits and your working out. That your lifestyle of like, oh, I'm realizing in the past two weeks, I've only gotten six hours of sleep. And I talk about how I want to, you know, manage that. Or I'm tired mm-hmm. all the time. Well, you just saw that you're getting six hours of sleep and maybe you weren't aware of that. Or you're getting headaches all the time, but you didn't realize how much sugar you're eating that's maybe attaining, like putting to the headaches. Or your caffeine has slowly been going up and you really haven't been paying attention to that. That I think if if you are able to track just your day-to-day habits, I think there would be a lot of answers in there to where we're like, why isn't this happening for me? Or why why am I not changing? Why am I not losing the weight? Why am I not getting bigger? Why am I not happy in this area? I mean, that's not even just like fitness, but like overall, what is your life consisting of on a regular basis? And the the patterns that you've created or what you're just going through the flow of life, not really maybe being super present with what you're doing. Yep. I think it would give you a lot of the answers of to like, oh, well, that's why I'm feeling that way. I think so, too. That's I think- why it looks like that. That's why I look like that's why, you know, whatever. That's why I'm not getting to those certain things. It's like, well, you're, I don't know, like nothing happens for no reason. You're, you're, you're in control. So it's just figuring out like, okay, where am I, where am I attributing to these issues that I maybe have first? Yeah. It's a, it's to tell you what direction you should go. It's like, mm-hmm. if you don't, if you don't know what's currently happening, you don't, you don't have any idea which way to go, you know? And I think that's what it's the, it's the, you, you brought up the perfect example of like the person that is wanting to lose weight. So they just start cutting calories right away. That's super common where it's like a lot of the time you don't, you shouldn't be cutting calories. You're already eating way too little. You know, and and you actually need to increase calories because you need to boost up your metabolism. And it, and the same the same type of thing happens with money too. It's like people have no idea where their money's going. They're trying to save maybe, and they're like, I don't know how, I don't know where my money's going. I don't know how it's mm-hmm. just disappearing. And it's like it's because you're not tracking it or paying attention or budgeting or having a plan for it. It's like that's what also happens with the body and mm-hmm. trying to reach goals of losing weight or putting on more muscle or you know getting a better one rep max or just getting stronger it's like if you have these goals in mind you kind of need you need a starting point and knowing where you're coming from and then you need to you need a direction in which way to go to where a lot of people just pick a direction and they start going without knowing where they're coming from and then that's where it's like they start overtraining because they didn't realize that they weren't working out that much beforehand or <laughs> yeah you know they start 
bumping up calories like crazy where they really didn't need to bump that much. They just needed to bump a little bit and they would have already started gaining weight mm-hmm. and then they plateau super quick. And, you know, they just make it, they make these decisions without knowing the facts and the knowledge beforehand. And that ends up people not getting to where they're going. And this can all kind of be solved by tracking and knowing what's happening. Yes. Because that could also be super discouraging because it's just like, oh, I keep trying and I keep going and I'm going hard at it. But it's like you could be going in a completely wrong direction that I think it's a lot of just like you're saving yourself time as much yeah. as I feel like tracking. That's like the biggest thing is like, oh, it's just hard to do it. Like and it is like I and it I it's really hard to like log every meal and then figure out what all the calories are and then how to adjust it. And then every workout after every single thing writing down like, well, how much weight did I do and how much a lot of that is hard. So I think figuring out the best way and the simplest way that you're going to keep that up. Like for me, logging stuff in my phone is too difficult. Mm. I don't like it. I like to go into an app and like write my workout in. I don't like it. But if I had like a little book, like I had my little notebook that I carried around in every workout when I was going through my like bulk to cut. Mm -hmm. And if I could just write it down and that's also cool because now I have it and like I can go back and go, okay, that's what I was doing before. How can I, you know, where, where were my, my ballparks? That I I think that's that's cool to me, but the phone can be distracting too. You go on there and to then you're put on it phone. in, and then all of a sudden you're scrolling yep. through yep. social media, yep. and all of a sudden have you know thirty minutes go right. by, and you're like shit. Right. So that so that was the easiest way for me is like bring a little notebook and a pen mm-hmm. and record every workout. That yep. was the easiest thing. I could just write it and boom, put it down. Yeah. Um, but I think it's like that does take a lot of time to do that. But when you think in the grand scheme of things of like. Maybe you're you have this goal for six months or a year, and you want to lose weight or form this body part a little bit more, or like just be more regular with your diet or whatever your goal is. Think about doing six months in the wrong direction. That's a huge waste of time. Versus yep. like I just have to write my workout down, or I have to track my food, or I have to weigh my food out before I eat it, or whatever. Like that's going to take way less time in the grand scheme of things versus going six months or even two. You know, any time in the wrong direction yeah that's a waste of time that takes more time because then you also need to recorrect to then just go in the same direction that you should have gone or you could have gone in the first place yeah yeah it's it's like you said in the beginning it's a super valuable tool and it's it can you know not you can not waste time then because a lot of people are doing that they're wasting time by not knowing what's going on just picking a direction and going um it sets out a structure too. Like if you have this goal of, you know, I want to get stronger, you can kind of structure it and set it out to be like, okay, I'm going to run these workouts and then I'm going to try to increase everything every week by five pounds or 10 pounds or every two weeks by five or 10 pounds. So then you're, you're on this structure of like, okay, when I go into the gym, I'm going to push myself a little bit more today rather than going in. It's like, I put the same amount of weight on the bar. I lift it. I get done with it. I know I'm going to you know, yeah. it's something that I say all the time. Like if you're trying to get stronger, you should be a little bit nervous at least once in the workout of sure. like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to lift this weight. Yeah. If that's, if you want to get stronger, you, you got to have that moment at least once a workout. Otherwise you're not pushing yourself enough. And that's what I noticed when I would track my, I when I did the bulk, I didn't track my, um, my eating because it was just something I just didn't focus on. I think if I did it again, that's definitely what I would start tracking too is my eating because I probably was not eating as much as I could. For me, it's like I could not eat enough. I just needed to keep pushing the calories because I was so, I just wasn't good at it. Um, so that's something I would definitely track again. But tracking um, my workouts was huge because seeing the number, something about like seeing the number on the page, it was the proof rather than like, Oh, may- did I do that last workout? Like, was that the weight that I did? Maybe I did do that weight. It's like, no, you did it for 10 times. So you better do it for 10 times this time yep. or more or bump up the weight. Yep. It's like you don't leave it up to your imagination or your like, it's kind of just like what I said today in something, a different conversation of like the more organized you can be, the less you have to put into your like brain bandwidth. Yeah. Of like, no, I saw that I did 25 pound dumbbells for shoulder press four five times. Yep. Okay, well, now I'm going to bump it up because that's what I did two weeks ago and I've done that for two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. Now I need to bump it up. Yeah. That it's just, it's the proof. It's like you wrote it down. Yep, yep. Something that I like to do too is 
like writing out the workout, you know, say you're at the gym and you're doing your workout, getting to a point where you write out the workout for the next time, whatever it's, whatever, whether it's a day or two days from now, whatever, write the workout for the next time and write mm-hmm. the weights that you are going to do, you know, mm-hmm. ahead of time. That way, when you go to the gym, everything's already written out and you know, okay, I need to try this weight today for each of these exercises for this many reps mm-hmm. so that it's it's already done. You yep. don't have to go there and go, well, I'm kind of feeling tired today, so yes. I'm going to do that because, you know, it's like don't give yourself the the excuse to wimp out on it. You already have it written down. Write it in pen and it's there. I have to try this weight today, even if you don't get the reps that you're wanting to get because that happens too. We walk in and we're maybe didn't get enough sleep and we're not as energized mm-hmm. or we didn't eat enough and we don't have as much fuel to go. And you can't lift as much. That's okay. But I'm trying this weight today. I'm doing this weight today. So it's like you're writing your workout while you're at the gym for the next time you work out. Yep. Each time you go to the gym, you just write the next day or next time workout and you have the weight set up. That's the way to push yourself. That was huge for me. That's why I always loved when someone else wrote my workouts because it held me accountable to I have to do that. Because yeah. most of the time, if you're just making workouts by yourself, that's why workout programs are great. That's why having yep. someone else, that's why trainers are great because they push you out of your comfort zone. Because naturally, we're going like, well, I love doing leg day. So I'm going to do that four days out of the week. Yep. And then I'm like, why does my upper body look like crap? Oh, yep. because you're doing leg day four days out of the week. Or even when you do leg day, it's like, well, I like deadlifts. I like leg extensions. I like leg curls. Mm-hmm. Now I'm never doing lunges. I'm never doing squats. Yep. Towards like you writing my workout for that whole program was huge for me. Because half of the stuff I was like, I've literally never done this. Yeah. I've never focused yeah. on this. And those were the ones that like I really saw an increase on. And then the mm-hmm. weights that I like favored before went up because I was just overall getting a better balance. Yep. So it's like, I don't know. Again, yeah, I like the idea of, writing it out beforehand so, so there's like tracking but then also planning and that also is part of tracking yeah. is like it can hold you to a new level of accountability and make it easier for you of like i'm yeah. knowing what i'm going in to do not yeah. like well i gotta go in and then i gotta figure out what i'm gonna do and like oh i gotta write it out and blah blah, blah. it's like no this is what i'm doing well it goes back and, to the brain power like you said yeah yeah like you you kind of like are preparing yourself prior mm-hmm. that yeah, then you're not leaving it up to like, well, I'm kind of tired today, so I'm not going to – there's no way I'm going to write squats for my workout. Yeah. It's like, well, last week I wrote squats, so I guess I got to do squats or yeah. something. Um, and having the full workout I think is nice because if you go with the flow, sometimes you're like two exercises and you're like, oh, yeah, I got to go soon. It's like, no, I have this. I have to finish it. Yep. Um, but that's another thing that I did during that bulk to a cut is after every workout, I would write like how I was feeling – and like certain things that I noticed. So then I was able to like apply corrections, I guess. Like yeah. if I was like, oh, I'm feeling a lot of like elbow pain or shoulder pain. I would then go like, okay, have Cheney check my form for this. Because I think that's why I'm having it. Or like I'm noticing I'm tired. So then I could go back and go, hmm, that's weird. For the last two weeks I wrote in my little notes that I was tired. So where do I need to adjust? Maybe I need more sleep. Maybe I'm putting too much caffeine or, or more whatever. Pre-workout. I, yeah, maybe I need to do two scoops of pre-workout. <laughs> but it Cup helped me. It helped me just be a little bit more aware of the full scope of what was going on because then I could see patterns of like, oh, and that's where and that's where I've that's where I learned the like, I don't need to cut for more than two weeks because yeah. out of my notes I was like, okay, I'm kind of just seeing like muscle loss now, and I'm not really noticing anything different in my body and it's like okay that happened around week three so maybe i only need to do two weeks or i noticed week three and four like three and a half to four weeks of the strength phase that's when i really noticed my like my joints starting to hurt and my weight was not going up so it's like i wouldn't have maybe been able to tell that or be super aware of that dialed into the specific day of like i wrote down march 15th this was my workout. So then I can go, yeah. okay, this is how many weeks until this started happening. It's the 16th. I'm not saying March 15th, 15th today. I'm saying that's when I wrote the workout or whatever. No, it is March 15th today. Okay. I mean, 16th. I, I literally I mean, didn't even think of that. I 17th. literally wrote, maybe I just I mean, back my brain. It actually is the 16th. It is the 16th. I don't know what day it is. 
And I think you can do the same thing with food. You know, if you wanted to, because especially when you're tracking food, you start to figure out like how, how much protein is in this amount of ounces in a chicken breast, or, you know, how many sugars is in this Mm -hmm. amount of your Starbucks cream or whatever. So you can start to kind of plan and prepare your day for eating with, you know, okay, I'm going to have this, this, and this. I know that I'm going to be in range of what I'm trying to meet. Then you just start to learn these things about yourself and your habits and, Mm-hmm. And then it becomes easier. It's yeah. going to be difficult at first because it's new and it's, yeah, it's not, it, it is hard to track. It's, it, it, I, I'm with, I'm with you on that, but it's super beneficial in the sense like, oh, now I learned something. I know that, you know, an apple typically has this amount of calories and this amount of sugar in it or whatever it is. And you then know that information and moving forward, it makes everything else easier. And it's the yes. same with, with the workout program too, or writing out your workouts. It's like you start to understand, you know, oh, when I get seven and a half hours of sleep versus six hours of sleep, I can lift this much more, you know, or I just, my brain works this much better. Or I know when I eat this before a workout, I feel energized and a lot better versus eating this before a workout. You can just, you could see, you literally have data and you can see that in your, you know, what you ate for the day and how your workout went. It's like, oh, I pushed all these numbers and did really well. Okay. What did I eat? Oh, these, these things must work. And then the next day Mm -hmm. you do something different and it's like, oh, not as good. I'm, you know, I ate these things and it's different. And now my workout suffered from it. Okay. Let me adjust and, and, and fix these things and try to figure something else out. So you don't really gain that knowledge or that data unless you track because it just, it keeps you honest and it's like, it keeps you in school. It keeps you doing it all the time. And then you learn this stuff and then you don't need to do it as much because you know, like, Hey, I know that this meal before working out really energizes me. So I can just do that. Well, and that's what I like about it too, is like, then you just gain the data for forever. Like you, you then know, like, Okay, I'm going to go into where I'm going to bump up my strength. I know this is kind of the calorie range I need to be around. This is where like the weight that I was before. So maybe I could potentially get to that. These are the weights or the the um, rep range that I like to do for this amount of weeks. These are the kind of exercises that I prefer. It's like learning more about yourself and gathering data about yourself. So then it just becomes easier and easier. Yeah, yeah. It's so when you want first. to switch it up, it's like, Oh, I can easily go into a strength phase and I know my whole portfolio of what my life is going to look like and I can just tap into that. Yep. Rather than yep. it being an experiment and a trial and error every time. That's why it's hard yep. is because like you're just kind of guessing. Yep. And a yep. lot of times it's probably not going to work, which is then more frustrating. Yep. Yeah, that's why it's it it is. You when you do these things, it gives you the knowledge so that when you do it the next time, you maybe don't waste time or it goes a little bit smoother or better. It's more efficient because you found the things that worked and you found the things that didn't work and you just went with those things. And then maybe you gained a little bit more knowledge and you just continue to do that over and over again. It's, it's super beneficial. Mm-hmm. And then you start to go, okay, now not everything's about food and working out like sleep is a thing. What's my water intake? Mm-hmm. And those things can be added on later. My stress level when I yeah. am hanging out with this person or like it, it's your emotional <laughs> yeah. state also you. could affect it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's super, it's super beneficial. And I think for anybody that hasn't done it before, um, I would highly recommend doing it because I think it could completely change how you view just like how you eat and what you eat. Because that's that's part of the thing, too, is it's like... It gives you the truth. It gives you the truth. And it's almost like, you know, some people don't want to know. It's like, <laughs> yeah. And, but then they yeah. still ask the question of why aren't things changing? It's like, well, because you don't want to know. You don't want to know why they're changing. Mm-hmm. And um, in order for it to go in the direction that you want to, you need to be... You know, you need to know the truth. You know the truth of what's going on. I'm not pushing myself in the gym and I'm eating like shit. Yeah. So I need to fix these things and change these things. And then you're going to get what you want out of it yeah yeah so i'm a fan of tracking in all aspects i don't think that's even just like you know i think when people think of tracking they think of food mm-hmm. or i think food your workouts your how you are feeling emotionally how your sleep like 
how much water you drink. Like I know how much water I get every single day. Yeah. So it's like even something like that, just like being more paying attention to it. And, you know, I don't know. I think you just you're learning more about yourself. Right. And you, and you can analyze, you know, this is what I'm lifting right now. How do I feel? <clears throat> yeah. Do I feel heavy and slow and my elbow hurts, my shoulder hurts? Or do I feel good and I can keep pushing forward and keep going forward? It's like what you talked about of at week three, three between week three and four of trying to get stronger, trying to get stronger. I noticed that I needed a break from doing that. So I adjusted and started to do different stuff. And then maybe mm-hmm. once I feel recovered and I can go at it again after a couple of weeks, I'll start going at it again after a couple of weeks. But I think there's there's such a benefit to it that it's like, if you have a specific goal, I would say 90% of the time you're not going to get there unless you do these things, unless sure. you track. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think you have anything else with it? Anything else to say? I don't think so. I think that was good. Yeah. I think that was Did we even info. explain that we were drinking Guinness? <laughs> I feel like we just like opened a beer and was like, it's because of our heritage. <laughs> we didn't really say like what we were drinking. <laughs> I, I mean, think drinking... some have mentioned it's St. Patty's Day. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I just didn't know if we explained what we were drinking. I mean, drinking just in general, I feel like is a very Irish. So maybe that makes sense too. Yeah. A little bit good drink drinking. It's coming out on St. Patty's Day. Make the thumbnail more St. Patty's Day theme. So. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's, it's, it's a, yeah, it's apparent. Yeah. But otherwise, like and subscribe. Uh, follow our Facebook page, The Hub Fitness. Our Instagram, at The Hub Fitness. And anything else with that? I don't think so. I'm going to have a lot of fun vlogs coming out. Cool. Coming up. So pay attention to those. Be on the lookout for those. They're all like work weekends where I'm in a different city for each vlog. Um, I think they're cool. I don't know. Yeah. So be on the lookout for they're those. They're fun for you. So Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Happy St. Patty's Day.